Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 22 minutes past four. Welcome to the 101.9 High FM Afternoon Overdrive. I'm Michael McKenna with the High Holy Days just around the corner. One can imagine the activity happening at the Kotel at the moment. Well, so tell us more. Avi Kay, the guide at the Kotel. Avi, good afternoon to you. Great to have you on board once again. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? All good, Avi. All good. Um, I should ask, how are you doing? Because there seems to be really an, an avalanche of activity happening at the moment at the Western Wall. There definitely, definitely is. Rosh Hashanah, as you just sure. said, the Jewish New Year, literally a few days away. Mm-hmm. And there's been so much preparation. These are things that either happen every year at this time. And there's some unique things that are happening this year for the first time. So... Let's go through, um, you know, a few things that happen on happen every year. One no, of the I... things that's been asked all the time is, what happens to all the notes that get sent to the cartel? People write notes that put them in the cartel. Some of them end up on the floor. Some of them get blown around by the wind. Well, the truth is that every single note gets picked up and put away. And twice a year before the Jewish New Year and before Passover, the notes get cleared out, and what happens is that under the supervision of Rabbi Rabinovitz of the of the holy sites, <clears throat> youngsters come and they volunteer, and the notes are taken out of the wall, and they all get collected, and then they get taken to the Mount of Olives just on the other side of the hotel, and they get buried. Right. But also, every year before Rosh Hashanah, something very special happens. It might sound innocent, almost childish. But there are, excuse me, hundreds of letters that are sent every year mm-hmm. that are to God. And they sent to Israel and they're addressed to God or to the Western Wall. And uh, what happens in a ceremony, once a year the CEO of the Israeli Post, Mr. David Liron, arrives at the Kotel with all these letters and himself, the custodian of these letters, together with Abba Rabinowitz, who is the custodian of the Western Wall, these letters then get put ceremoniously ceremoniously into the wall, and then they get removed and buried together with all the other letters. And I just find it a very moving event, because ultimately people write these letters from the bottom of their heart, and they get sent sure. through and really given the dignity that they need. Wow. You know, the other that the um, the managers or the the Western World Heritage Foundation again has appealed to people is to space out their timing of coming to the Slichot prayers, the special prayers that Jews say before Rosh Hashanah and before Yom Kippur the week before, and to space them out. So you could almost feel that there was a palpable energy yesterday when I was at the Kotel, lots of youngsters coming, but a huge amount of preparation to prepare for the influx of people. Um, you know, I wish I could show you, maybe I'll send it to the studio, but the video from last night of the tens of thousands of people that were at the Kotel and the prayers that happened. And the warning has gone out tonight, today, that please get there early, please be calm, please be understanding, because if the Kotel, if the complex gets too full, mm-hmm. the gates will be closed and they're not allowed, going to allow any more people in. They need to keep within the safety regulations and they need to make sure that they're responsible. So please plan it out and get it going. 
also what they've done this year is they've got instead of uh, you know everybody coming to the kotel they have created these almost satellite prayers in different places in israel so that people can get together and have these prayers okay. that almost built up to the kotel mm-hmm. so there's one in bethlehem just around the corner from me there's one in tel aviv there's one in haifa in all the main events and these are almost encouraging people to rather go to those then step all the way to Jerusalem we know it's not the same thing but like that you at least can participate in a communal prayer and rather than having to have people come to the kotel and we are not going to be you know, people won't be allowed in because it's just too full and uh, maybe to share one of the statements that the um the chief rabbi of the kotel said is that please god all the difficulties that we've had this year will come to an end The mm-hmm. old city itself has been a site of unprecedented um, pain. You know, unfortunately, it started with my own son on the 21st of November 2021. And in the last two weeks, there have been two other terrorist attacks in the old city itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not saying that to scare people, and we're certainly not asking people to keep away. On the contrary, we are encouraging people to come our security forces are out there in full force and doing an absolute sterling job but that reminds us that as Jews the kotel represents peace it represents acceptance of all religions and it is our holiest place because it's a place where two temples stood and where we believe the third temple will stand very soon and as as i said to a group of actors who came from italy yesterday you know they just said why do we feel so welcome or why do we feel so accepted and i said that's exactly what the kotel is all about how mm-hmm. can we stand for god in our new year and ask god to bless us with everything good if we cannot be civil accepting and loving to all people on earth mm-hmm. and that's really the message that i would like to share with everybody to wish everybody to all the listeners to all the staff in Chaya FM, whether they're Jewish or not Jewish, to our many listeners who are not Jewish. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening to the radio, because what you do is you just strengthen and unify the South African public, and hopefully we can all just be blessed for a peaceful and a happy New Year to come. Avis, thank you so much. I was actually going to ask you if we could uh, possibly continue the conversation a little because there's a few things I still want to run by you, given we're on the eve of this uh, important uh, celebration and commemoration, just to keep that uh, spirit going. Will you be okay just to stay on the line for just a couple of seconds whilst we just get a quick news update? Then we can just continue the conversation shortly after that. Are you okay with that? With pleasure. Thank you so much, Avi. We'll be back with you in a few seconds. Right now, let's just get a quick news update. Yes, Calvin. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Just gone half past four. If you've just joined us, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive 11.9 Hi FM. I'm Michael McKenna. On the line is Avi K, guide at the Kotel. I thought we'd keep the conversation going given that we're on the eve of um, the High Holy Days and Avi's uh, 
giving us some background as to the feeling behind, as to what's happening around the Western Wall at the moment. Avi, thank you so much for staying on the line. So I, I wanted to ask you now, so what are we seeing on the ground? Earlier on our news desk reported that thousands have now arrived, thousands more anticipated. How is this impacting on everything? Given that also this year we reported on, is it, is it 17 specific programs that are being uh, conducted during this point in time? You know, uh, Mike, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, um, I know it's a bit of a crass comparison, but if mm. you could go watch a cup game live, why would you want to go and watch it on a big screen somewhere? You know, yes. as much as encourage to go and participate, everybody really wants to be at the heartbeat of what is Jerusalem and what is Judaism, which is the Western Wall. Right. Um, but you'll find that a lot of younger um, schools, a lot of younger kids from schools have really been brought through by their schools, their teachers during the day to avoid them having to want to come back later with their parents. Um, everything is very, very much the case. I walked through the Arab quarter last night at about quarter to nine o'clock in the evening mm-hmm. and it was very much closed up. Um, a few shops open. And again, just anticipation of all these people coming through. And whereas you might think it's a wonderful opportunity for the shop owners to do good commerce. On the other hand, I think it's also just common sense that there's mm-hmm. too many people to interact with. And basically do is close up and let them have free passage all the way through. Right. Uh, and, and that's really what it is. There's a, a lot of cordons have been put up. A, um, a lot of, there's a lot of loudspeakers, so no matter where you stand, you're going to be able to hear. And another thing that people don't realize, you see it, but you, maybe it doesn't resonate, is that the lighting in the Kotal Plaza is excellent. So you can really read from a prayer book or from whatever you want to read from, no matter how dark it is, you know, at, at what time of night. Right. The lighting is great. And um, all that is there. Um, just a practical thing is that we tend to find that the ablutions really, really battle okay. with the volume of mm. down to the cotton. And I just want to make people aware that if you're coming down through the Arab quarter, through the Muslim quarter, there are two toilets on the way. There are spotless, well-kept. Please make use of those on your way down rather than waiting when you get to the cotton because it's definitely going to be a little bit easier if you do sure. that. Avi, and also weather, weather-wise, things looking a bit kinder at the moment compared to before when we spoke? You know, I don't need to sound someone who doesn't like sunshine and, <laughs> uh, and fresh air. Right. It's a relief to have the temperatures below sure. 30. Jerusalem is always cool and calm in the evening, so that's really, really quite nice. So I almost... You know, felt like I wanted to keep my my jacket on when I finished uh, the evening prayer right. to walk home, but I did off because it's still got a a warmth in the air. So it's definitely cooler. The sun's going down easier um, earlier, which makes it easier on the eyes towards late afternoon. Um, but again, the, the the impression you get is that the place is spotless, it's well maintained, everything's happening in the background, and um, it's it's just the heartbeat of what we're all about and people should go and should enjoy better this time of the year it's about being patient and maybe to please make to just to remind people if you're going number one make sure your cell phone is fully charged 
And number two, mm. if you're going with family members, men and women and children, make sure that everybody understands a central point to meet and make it practical, not too close to the cartel so that no one can get there. Just, I don't know if you used to do in the, as kids at, at the Rancho, if you got lost, you went to the Tower of Light and you just waited there. Make a place. Usually people go to the flags at the back and they wait there. So even if you know your children are separated from you or your wife can't hear you over or it's not answering the phone, that everybody will meet at a central place. It just takes a lot of anxiety away. And Mike, before I say goodbye, it was another great week for Africa. Mm-hmm. The Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea was there. Wow. And yesterday, the Prime of Syria, Sierra Leone was there. Just beautiful to see him come down, a sense of dignity, a sense of respect, escorted by his Israeli counterpart. Uh, spent a few minutes there, but then, you know, it was just nice to see a representation from home coming down. Avi, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for holding on and just giving us some background as to what's transpiring at the Western Wall at the moment and, and wishing you also Lishana Tova Umetuka.